Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the Juggernaut. Yo! Jake Ellenberger. Uh, Marina just texted me saying she can't come in today. She's training. She's too sore. She's uh, She's got a fight coming up. Big announcement. She has a fight coming up July 9th, which I'm going to be at for Invicta. Stoked, oh yeah. You're stoked in about that. In Vegas. That's awesome. Uh, before we start the show, I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, RemoveItRestoration.com. Has your business been vandalized? Have gang members destroyed your business storefront? Call the professionals and get it done. They remove all types of vandalism. They restore your etched windows and get your business back to a brand new for a fraction of a cost, of the cost. Your business is important. Come on, people. Call the professionals at Remove It Restoration at 1-888-424-9697 or go to RemoveItRestoration.com. Now, uh, also, uh, talk to Eric. Eric is the guy in charge there. Super cool guy. Sponsors fighters. Great person. Definitely. Also, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Hempcore. I have been working out my body. Honestly, my body's ready, people. Thanks to <laughs> Hempcore. It's uh, Go to hempcorestore.com, H-E-M-P-C-O-R store.com. It's a Canadian company that supplies its athletes with 100% organic hemp protein grown on the prairies. I've never been to a prairie, but it sounds fucking awesome if it's full of hemp. It's a great alternative to processed supplements that include a ton of unpronounceable ingredients, right? You take this stuff, you have no idea what's in it. Not with HempCore, 100%. It's gluten-free. It's GMO-free. Check out the ingredients. It only has one. It's hemp. It's used by MMA fighters all over North America. They also uh, sponsor Jordan Mean. He's a tough dude. Visit HempCoreStore.com, H-E-M-P-C-O-R-Store.com. I'm telling you guys, you're going to love it. Also, uh, they take Canadian money so you could save some money. And finally, our newest sponsor, my boy Sean, American Icon Autographs. I'm telling you, their website is www.aiase.com. They have sports and, and celebrity memorabilia. They have signed collectibles from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything else in between. Go to their signings. Guys like Mike Tyson, Cheech and Chong. Hendo, Hulk Hogan, Burt Reynolds, Ernie Banks, John Wooden, Marcus Allen, just to name a, 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 a couple of them. I'm telling you guys, if you, if you have a man cave, you want to decorate it, this is the place. AIASE.com, American Icon Autographs. Ask for Sean, another great dude. What's up, people? Uh, it's the new podcast. It's me and Jake. I'm actually, uh, I was having a kind of a rough week. Um, uh, me and that girl broke up. Really? Yes. Oh yes. man, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, me too, man. I actually, actually liked her, uh, and I deleted my Tinder because of her. I actually, I, I knew as soon as I deleted the whole Tinder that that was the beginning of the end. But, That's uh, a big step. It was a huge step. Uh, normally, no. I'm not, next time I'm waiting until after we get married to yeah. delete the Tinder account because. Uh, but th this girl, she, she's beautiful, sweet, funny. It was yeah. too good to be true. I knew it. But she just got out of a 15 year relationship. Nine and a, and a seven, no, nine and a six year. That's fifteen. Oh. Um, and she didn't, she's not ready. It's it's weird. Like I'm the girl in the situation. I'm like, come on, I want to settle down. <laughs> like I think she's that good of a girl that guys just want to jump on her. Yeah. And keep her for themselves. Sure. And uh, so that was that bummed me out. That's a bummer. You think she was just like. Just wanted to, she just dating and have fun just using you a little bit? A little bit. I think like, I was used for my cock. I, 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 I do, um, uh, which I don't have a problem with, actually. But uh, but I actually, you know what? It's, 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 well, 
A lot of things. I mean, she's a she's a cool chick. She's, she, I'm, I have nothing bad to say about her. We had a good time. It just, yeah, yeah. It wasn't timing. Timing was off. I actually am ready. I'm actually ready to to take it to the next step and uh and, and see one person. And you know, she's not. She she just got out of a two bad relationships and they've been a long time. And I get it. So uh, you I've know, I've been there, man. I've been there. You've been there. Yeah, I, I was kind of dated a girl for a little while, and I was really really crazy about her, into her, but uh, just the timing was never right. Like. Every, you know, it was kind of like we waited for a while. We dated. We waited. Like it, it there, no timing was never right. But it was the same situation. She had just got out of a serious relationship. Yeah. So it's like, all right. Yeah, I was bummed. You know, I'm, I'm. But you know, I, uh, yeah, I, I hate being alone. That's one of my problems. I'm not very good at being alone. But I'm alone all the time. But uh, but she's she's yeah. I have nothing bad to say about this chick. She's like, uh, she's cool. And you know, I um, I'm back. Actually, I went out with the XX, X, like one of my first X's. Like, like I think I'm gonna recycle all from the beginning. I'm just, I'm just going back for the last 15 years. I'm just recycling. But no, and and that that was a good time. We'll see. We'll we'll see. I mean, I've just been, a good time, or well, we didn't like hook up. You know, I was just you know, yeah. we had a good time. I, I've been doing shows. You yeah. know, I, I'm I'm a hard guy to date. I do shows every night of the week. I work all day. Yeah. I have these these travel a lot. Travel a lot. Mm-hmm. These crazy UFC type jobs and. uh I'm not easy. I'm not easy to to, to date. I, I, that's why I like it. Well, my last girlfriend, serious one, was a a comedy club waitress. It was perfect. We had the same hours. Yeah. You know. Unfortunately, we broke up, and I can't go back to the comedy club. So and oh, she's damn. and she's still there. Well, I can, but it's just awkward. And then I do jokes about her on stage while she's working, mm. which is always a good time to have evil stares <laughs> while you're trying to do your job. Imagine having your ex come to your job and just stare at you. Imagine being in the cage yeah. and having your ex girlfriend be there with you as like your corner person. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be tough. <laughs> <laughs> that would be tough. Um, so uh, anyway, what, 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 uh, but I did shows every night of the week. I had one show, actually, there was three people there, three women. That was fun. It was three nurses. Really? But they were a good crowd. I'd rather have three people than, three good people than 500 shitty people. Yeah. And, and then I did a show in Venice. There was a burlesque show right afterwards. That was cool. <laughs> uh, the haha. I did the haha all week. My friend Brandon took me to a uh, strip club, like a black strip club. Okay. You ever know a black strip club? No. They're so much better than white strip clubs. Really? Yes. It's it's not even close. It's explain like what what's the difference between? First of all, like every girl's twerk. It's like they they were came out of the womb twerking. I mean, they're professional twerkers. These girls, they had their clothes on, and it was dirtier than any strip club that I've been to when people are naked. Wow. I, I mean, their their lap dances are they're not really lap dances. They're just they're dry humps. Um, <laughs> and and then of course, and like people were just making it rain, pouring rain. I mean, just. And of course, there's two short in the corner. Like, of course, he's there. Mm. Two short with like a stack of ones, just a huge stack. Uh, <laughs> I think everyone thought I was a cop. I was the only white guy there. Like, <laughs> I think people thought I was like busting the place. Yeah. Um, well, but, funny because like you, you kind of have like a serious face though. Like, if you don't know, if yeah, somebody wouldn't know you. They'd be like, I don't know who's this guy. So yeah, people thought definitely that I, I was either that or someone's parole officer or something. It, it, it was. <laughs> It was, it was it was crazy, and then I I went to Uncle Creepy invited me to a party on uh when was that on Wednesday oh yeah uh for Sweeble it's his like new app that he's getting behind hmm. and I saw him and Carla Esparza oh yeah it was cool seeing Carla yeah she's she uh, doing? she's doing good I could definitely tell that that loss was hard on her yeah you know she definitely needed some time and just to herself sure uh but I I love Carla she's she's a cool chick. I saw her, and then I did a show uh, in um, in Hollywood. And you know, who Sean Malto is uh-uh. some skateboarder kid. You know, Sean Malto. 
So this guy, Sean Malto, is in the crowd. I don't know who he is. He's with like one of the Jonas Brothers. And I'm, I'm fucking, I'm having, I had a great set. I rocked it. And then this guy came up to me, Sean Malto. And he's like, hey, man, you're really funny. You want to perform next? I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a uh, skateboarder. I'm like, oh, are you good? He's like, not really. I look at his he's Instagram. Being... He's got 500,000 followers oh, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. I guess he's one of like the best in the world, right? Or he was at one point. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, I had nice, humble, unassuming kid. Yeah. You would never know that yeah. he was like this huge skateboard guy. No, it's funny. I, I have a, <clears throat> I met a guy down in, uh, down in Newport. Uh, his name's Nyjah. Same thing. He's like one of the best, he's like, he, and this guy, Dr. G, one of the chiropractors that I work with, he's like a therapist and a chiropractor. And he was like, no, this guy's, this kid's one of like one of the best skateboarders in the world. And, and he, but he's like, you know, Dr. G's a big bullshitter. So you're, yeah. not, you're not sure kind of what to believe. And you're like, eh, okay. You know? Yeah. And then like hung out with him. Super cool dude. Like, yeah, go same thing. Go to Instagram. He's got like 800,000 followers. <laughs> like, and he is like, I, I'm, I'm watching him on, uh, Rob Deirdre's the, uh, the the new oh yeah the new skate series he has and and he won he won the whole thing he is like the best skateboarder on the planet these guys are funny it's funny how these guys are so humble yeah which is cool i mean i was like so that was that was cool well i mean you look at him and you're like this you know you're not sure if he's like working at starbucks or if he's like you know he's (laughs) he's the best skateboarder on the planet like right i was blown away oh i gotta say by the way mma roasted according to fighters only magazine which is uh my, the, one of the one of my favorite magazines. I actually I think I've read every episode for the past every every copy for the past uh, I don't know three years. Mm-hmm. We are ranked number fifteen in the hottest Boom. things in MMA. Front cover hottest in MMA. We are number fifteen. Number fifteen. How fucking cool is that? That's fucking awesome. Number fifteen. <laughs> it says, remember when forty million people clicked to watch Daniel Cormier dance around with his shirt off, scoffing fried chicken and letting the world know about all, all about the cake. Well, the viral hit of 2015 was the brainchild of podcast host Adam Hunter, whose weekly Fox Sports show is a source of much more MMA mirth. How fucking cool is that? That's awesome. Number 15, man. people. Fighter to kids, number, <laughs> they're number 12. Uh, awesome. But we, we're coming for everyone. Next year, number one. <laughs> By the way, starting in July, guys, like I said, we're doing two podcasts a week, and they'll be up that day. How fucking Hell cool yeah. is that? Um. Awesome, but man. but yeah, number number fifteen. I was I was stoked about that. Uh, I was really happy about that. It actually made my day. And I'm I'm trying to raise dude. Raising money for this film is not easy, man. So as you guys know, I wrote the movie Pinned. I'm trying to get money for it, and I'm I'm literally DMing every single person that follows me to donate, yeah. uh, which is a lot of. I mean. Uh, so far, we've raised over ten thousand dollars in three weeks, which is good, actually. And a guy promises five thousand, so fifteen thousand. I probably need about one hundred and fifty to make this movie. Um, it's hard, but I- I'm telling you, it's the first wrestling comedy. Yeah. I'm going to star in it. It's going to be hilarious. Jake has a part in it. That's awesome. Uh, I'm definitely going to put MMA fighters in it, and it's 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 a it's like dodgeball, but for MMA. The movie dodgeball, and it's. It's got heart. It's funny. It's never been done before. So make sure you support Pin. So what? Like, what's the the whole goal? Like, obviously raising money to, to be able to produce it, right? Or, or like, is that? Or you're just gonna? Are you gonna sell them? No, no. I'm raising money to make it. Make it. I'm okay. raising money to make it, shoot it, Cause star some in it. To me, I just want to, you know, make. Yeah, yeah. Make, make it, shoot it, star in it, release it. Hopefully, it'll be yeah. in a theater. Uh, it has fast to go to Netflix. Netflix. It is what it is. But like, kind of how like the Foot Fist way, they made that for sixty thousand dollars. It's gonna be. We're gonna make it for cheap. We're gonna be, it's gonna be bare bones, but it's gonna be hilarious. And yeah. I know you can do it. I got, I got a school that's willing to, my old boarding school, Hyde, is willing to shoot it there. It's gonna be that's great. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy though. Speaking of wrestling, they just had the world team trials this last weekend. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, yeah. What happened? Yeah. When I, a, a buddy of mine, 
I wanted to congratulate Travell Delagna. He's a heavyweight, so he made he made another world team. So nice, Jordan Burroughs. You know, the, the Team USA is. Did Jordan? Stacked, did man. he beat Kyle Drake? Kyle Drake. He did. He made another world team. Wow. Uh, but man, it's it's unbelievable. Like you got so much. That's the thing people don't realize with wrestling. It's like there's so many good guys at a weight class. It's like literally whoever has a better day. You know, you could have ten guys that are all like world level competition yeah. guys. In, um, so no, it's going to be exciting, especially for the world championships coming up here um, this fall. Going to be in Las Vegas. So I'm stoked for our guys. Good. We have, we have, a, we have, a, we have a nasty team though. Oh yeah, hell yeah! And I'm telling you, and this, this movie's gonna be gonna do what the, uh, the Mighty Ducks did for hockey. Oh yeah, yeah, because there's never been a wrestling comedy before. I know, so uh, <laughs> I'm I'm excited, man. Uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, so that's that's another. It's good to have goals. I haven't had a goal in a while. I, I always have goals, and my goals are always like be the best comic I can be. You know, it's weird when you have like actually time on your goals. You know. Oh yeah. So. Uh, so uh, so Marina's got a fight. Excited about that. UFC one eighty. Uh, I do know she, she's fighting, but I, uh, I'm sure you could find it. UFC 188. Let's talk about that for a second. Kane versus Verdum. Everyone's blaming the wow. altitude. Uh, well, my thoughts I don't on know, that, man. It's hard to say. <laughs> now you fought in that altitude, right? Yeah, yeah. Did, did, that was when you fought Kelvin. Did could you feel the difference? Um, man, it's it's hard to say. It's more it's more psychological than anything. Really? Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I haven't fought like. I haven't fought very many times in altitude, so it's like, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's it's hard to say. Like from a physiologically, it's, it's they say after like twenty minutes, fifteen twenty, like like a if you were to run a marathon or do something that was like like a an Ironman or something that was going to be a, a, a long duration of time, then you would definitely feel the effects of the altitude. But they say like if if it's a short five, ten, fifteen minute that you really don't from a physiological standpoint. But who knows? You know, it's hard. It's hard to really say. It seemed like it did have an effect on him. I mean, if you look at even the Gilbert Melendez and Eddie Alvarez fight, those yeah. are two guys that never get winded and seem to never get tired. And those guys looked like they were tired. Yeah, uh, I would. I, I think Kane wins this rematch in regular if they do it in a regular place, as yeah. opposed to seven thousand yeah, eight hundred you know, feet. And Verdum's smart though. He 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 goes down there. I know the last time he fought in Mexico City, the same thing. I think eight or nine weeks down there. So it's like. He's training in it. He knows exactly what to expect, which is smart, you know, and, and it definitely paid off. The bad thing about MMA is that there's no tune-up fights. Mm-hmm. Like if Mayweather took two years off, he wouldn't fight the number one guy if he was the champ. You know, it seems like yeah. that would be a good, even if you would have thrown him against a, a Brendan Schaub or a Kane against, a, a, you know, even like a Ben Rothwell or somebody that would get him ready for that for that next fight against Verdum, mm-hmm. to have him go up against after 600 days off, it was not the same Cain Velasquez that we're used to seeing. Yeah, no, definitely he definitely looked off, and it's hard to say. You know, he's coming off an injury too, rehab and everything. There's a lot of things we don't know, but it, he didn't look like himself. That's no. for sure. But also, Verdum took his punches. I mean, he was landing some yeah. huge bombs that a lot of people would not be able to take. I mean, Brock Lesnar went breakdancing afterwards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, and Verdun was was able to to stand there and tra- and trade with him, yeah. which was which was crazy. Uh, like I said, I mean, Verdun has upset more fighters than the Reebok deal. I mean, he's he he can pull off upsets. Yeah, uh, Lesnar got recruited to the Jabberwockies. Yeah, <laughs> he won America's Got Talent yeah. after Kane hit him. <laughs> so, I, look, uh, I think I'm a, Kane will be you know back. I'm a fan of both guys though. Like I, I like Verdun. I've trained with him plenty of times. Kane is a, a, an unbelievable fighter. I still think Kane at his best 
it, it does not get beat. Yeah, that's just what I think. But, he was not at his best. He looked he looked physically soft. Yeah, kind of. well, like, he did, he, exactly. He, he, we haven't seen him look like that. That's why you're like, is the altitude? You know, did you have something? Did, did your training didn't go very well? But it's hard. Who knows? I was talking to T Rex, and he he was talking about how DC can now win the title at both. If he he can DC can go to heavyweight and fight for Doom, and might be able to beat for Doom at heavyweight. And then DC had, now has two two belts. That's that's I know that that, that could happen. I mean, it's a, far, it's a little far fetched. I think Kane deserves that first rematch. People are saying yeah. Arlovsky. I'm like, no, dude. No if, way. If, if you if you're the champion no and, and you lose the belt, you should be able to have the first rematch. Yeah, especially as dominant as Kane's been. You know what I mean? Yeah. Beating Junior Dos Santos, he's beating the top heavyweights consistently. So it's like, yeah, I, I, it would be the right thing to give him the rematch. Yeah, I, I mean, but also, why is Arlovsky? Talked about it more more than Stipe is Stipe. I think Stipe comes before Arlovsky or Rothwell. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think it, you know, I, I think it was such a big upset when Arlovsky beat um, Travis Brown. Yeah, that's why it was kind of like, holy shit, this guy should be now. He's the rankings don't mean you know, like he said, rankings don't mean a damn thing. Mitrione called out Brown on Twitter. Did he really? Yeah. Wow, well, I would like to see that fight. Who wins that fight? Brown. Easily? Uh, I don't know about easily, but. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it, that's the thing about fighting, man. Is like everyone has, like, if you look at Travis Brown and, and the amount of skills he has, it's like clearly he didn't use all his skills in the last fight, right? So it's like he's he, he looked like he kind of limited himself a little bit, but um, he has more ways to win that fight. Look like he was hit once, clean, and then never recovered. Yeah, it seems that a lot of those eyes. guys, even like Yancey, his last fight. It's like a lot of these guys, they don't prepare for that one shot. They, mm-hmm. get, they get hit that one time, and then everything becomes different. Yeah, they're not, they're never able to kind of bounce back to where they once I were. I agree. I think, it, 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 and even more than that, it's like their decision-making goes out the window. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be able to make clear decisions and think clearly. And if you get, you know, some of these guys get hit, and they start doing shit they don't normally have do. Have you ever been hit like that? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. In, in the Catman fight? That, is that? A- uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've been hit a, a few times, I would say. Robbie probably the same thing, but uh, just it, it's hard like to 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 stay disciplined if you know if if it makes sense. Yeah, like, even when you get hit, because people spar fucking million rounds, but it's like it's not the same. It's just not the same. But hmm. Yeah, luckily comics we don't we don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Although sometimes a, a joke bombs, yeah. and then you're never able to get back out of that hole. That's the thing about stand up comedy. The more I do it, the more. You haven't got like attacked, like the high heel or something like a lady. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I got a menu thrown on my head one time. A menu. And I, was, I was at a Montreal, which was the biggest comedy festival in the world. It was like my fourth callback. Four minutes in, I do a joke about an old person, a lady. She must have been Nolan Ryan's grandmother because she winged the fucking menu <laughs> at my head, hit me flat in the center, at my, and I was trying to go back to jokes, and my head just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I was never able to come back. Really? So yes, I, I have, I can relate. I got you. By the way, I'm getting surgery on my leg, August twentieth. Are you really? Yes. Yeah, so oh, then I'll be knee, back right? in the gym. Hell yeah. Doing jujitsu. No more electric chairs. Uh, that was that was really dumb of me. I should have just tapped right away. It's that wrestling pride, hard headedness where I'm like, I can get out of this move. I can get out of this move. Yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna tap. And then eventually, crack. It's like your your body is not you know sometimes as tough as your mind. Oh yeah. yeah. So, sometimes your body's tougher than your mind, but <laughs> <laughs> for some people. Um, oh, Eddie Alvarez man. Melendez. Let's, my thoughts on this fight. I thought Gilbert won, um, but it wasn't a robbery. It could have won either way. Yeah, if you it was awa- close. If you award takedowns, I could see why people would give it to Alvarez. I don't. I think Gilbert Melendez might be too nice of a guy. 
because he has a guy in front of him with one eye and he doesn't aim yeah. for that eye. Uh, and I think there's a certain motherfuckeredness, uh, killer instinct where you see a guy ahead of you and you see they have one eye or a broken, you know, or a fucked up ear or, or a fucked up leg. And you just keep going for it. Yeah. And I think Gilbert, uh, I don't know if he was being nice or didn't realize how shut the eye was, but it didn't seem like he really, he seemed like he wanted to beat him his way and not really adjust to how the fight was going. Kind of got in the way of himself a little bit. In some way, sometimes it's like you, you, you have a game plan, yeah. and sometimes certain things happen, you have to adjust. But there are certain people out there that they just want to do that game plan. Yeah. I, I, I think at this level, it's like you got guys that are so talented, um, it, it, whoever executes the right strategy. You know what I mean? Like I, I used to fight um, an organization called Bodog with Eddie Alvarez, and, and at the time, we are like, this, this kid's probably the best lightweight in the world. And you know, before he went into Bellator, and he's still – like a phenomenal athlete like if you see him train and stuff you're like wow this this kid is, is he's, he's amazing but uh yeah i mean at the end of the day it's like like you said it, i don't think it was a robbery um i i do think melendez could have won this fight uh but you know it comes down to executing and and uh at this level these guys are both you know it's so like i said it's so close it's hard to Nate Diaz had one of the funniest interviews with Ariel Hawani. I saw that. I saw that was it. unbelievable. He's like, fuck you, Eddie. Uh, it was so damn funny. The Diaz brothers, they are the best. They should, someone should just hire them as commentators during a fight. They should just, they, someone should just get the Diaz brothers, even if it's amateur fighting or like some like very low level tier fighting, give the Diaz brothers, let them commentate. I'm telling you, back in the day when, uh, when Don Fry would commentate and he would just start talking about his own fights during the fights, I think it was shark fighting or yeah. where, where literally it was Don Fry and Boz Rutten and they would get drunk. You could, you could tell that he was getting drunker, slurring. And next thing you know, you, they weren't even talking about the fight that was going on. They're talking about their fights <laughs> from yeah. back in the day. And that was goddamn awesome. <laughs> Someone let... Every week, have Nate Diaz comment, have uh, the Diaz brothers comment. That's a, that's an idea and a half. If I had money, you could yeah, I, I would do that in a heartbeat. You because, could pay for that. Oh my god, oh, yeah, complete bias. I mean, Phil Baroni one time um, was uh, commenting a fight. I think it was the War Machine Roger Huerta fight, and he was. He literally kept the microphone on when he went to the bathroom, and you could hear him go, "Yo, I think the ring girl wants to fuck me." While he, while he's in the bathroom, <laughs> over the thing. <laughs> like, oh wow! Like so get get him to commentate too. By the way, Baroni is doing great as a pro wrestler. He's really doing a right really on. good job. I'm That's really awesome. proud of him because uh, Phil's a good guy. He's he a good is. guy. He's been through you know he's been through some some uh, some adversity. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> to say the least. Um, so yeah, Marquardt versus Gastelum, that went exactly how I thought. You picked Marquardt in that fight. Um, what did you think of that fight? Uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a tough call. It, Marquardt, he, he is a little bit older, obviously, than, than Gastelum. He's uh, yeah, Gastelum's a tough kid. I, I figured that Marquardt would be a little bit more comfortable at 185, a little, but you know, at the end of the day, Gastelum's a tough kid, man. He, uh, he did what he had to do. And, and I think he's, he's probably also has that used to that altitude as well it's like it doesn't doesn't affect him at all i, I don't know marquardt didn't come out for the third round right was do you yeah, think he was yeah. hurt or he just he, he was just beat. getting beat up i mean that fight should have been stopped in the second round they allowed him to take too much punishment uh during the fight Askren tweeted out uh marquardt looking like a bum needs more roids 
<laughs> That's what Ben Askren wrote. Wow. Uh, I, I got. I love Ben. Look, I think that. Uh, Do you I, think he'll he'll ever get to the, in the UFC? Like Ben Askren. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Askren fan. I just he's not helping his case in the <laughs> UFC. <though>. Meets more Royce. <laughs> That's the way I know it's funny. Uh, do I think his last? He's got to beat Luis Santos in a, in a, in a more uh, way. I mean, I you know Ben Askren. I think I think he's a winner. You know, he finds oh, a yeah. way to win. Absolutely. And he has that winner's mentality. I don't know if he even cares anymore. Uh, at, at some point, yeah. you know he. He seems to somehow, in some ways, people are rallying behind him more not in the UFC. And he also really? gets shit on. Every time he tweets something and I retweet it, people go, you fucking suck, you bad. No one cares what you have to say. Go oh, fuck damn. yourself. And he yeah. doesn't care. He, he does not give a shit. You get, well, I mean, tweeting stuff like that, you got to not care. He does not you care. Know, yeah. I don't even know if he even <laughs> reads it. But he's, he's so hated on, uh, but he doesn't give a shit. I love social media. He's undefeated, too, which yeah. I think is no, awesome. he's a stud. He's an Olympian. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when uh, you know, we were, I, I was with Chael. I think we were watching him wrestle. This was back in like 2008. Yeah. And, we're, and I think he was we're like, man, this guy, if he, if he came in, this is long before he came in MMA, but... He was talking about him. He's like, yeah, if he comes MMA, man, he he could be easily one of the best. By the way, people on the on the on the underground, they were killing me. There was this thread going around, uh, and I actually I uh, I subscribed to it because like <laughs> they have names for certain fighters, right? And uh, so now they're having you know like, like motivated BJ, right? Motivated BJ Penn is unbeatable. You know, dark place GSP, etc. So now they that someone put can we add low altitude cane? So <laughs> low altitude cane is unbeatable. <laughs> High altitude cane <laughs> not good. So this is what this guy Rhino Hog. His name is Rhino Hog. I don't know who this guy is, but he made me laugh last night. Too he much. goes Focus Gallard, old and new Vitor, proper training camp rampage. Chuck with that look in his eyes, Liddell. <laughs> Healthy Rua. Televised Seaver. That's not good. Televised Seaver loses a lot. Blackout Cruz. Blackout. Remember when Cruz came back and he was completely blacked out and he just beat the shit out of uh, Tekiyama? What is that like, his name? Uh, oh, his, the, uh, Mizugaki. Mizugaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Blackout Cruz is unbeatable. Post Diverticulatus uh, Brock. I can't even say it, right? Has to take a shit Weidman because he had to take a shit before his last fight. Uh, Stockton slap cowboy uh, I guess that's not good Does Rothwell have one? Evil genius Rothwell <laughs> His last fight His post fight speech was Oh it was great Oh that was one of the best I don't even know that, What was that? It was like he was possessed by zombies uh, Somebody has uh, Last round condit uh, Another one somebody said Prime Fedor Divorced Randy Burping Clay Guida <laughs> These just made me laugh. <laughs> like, I think you'd be surprised, Shaub. <laughs> I think and, you'd be surprised. Sea level cane. I guess there's a sea level cane. Broke fidge. Sea level cane. Sea oh, level cane's a good much. one. Pre crash mirror. Uh, Pride Shogun. Hey, mirror, mirror did. He did awesome after the motorcycle crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I like sea level cane. <laughs> that one's that one's the best. I think. <laughs> Calcium deficiency Silva, uh, pre pre enhanced testing cane, and then uh, calcium. That's funny. So whoever, thanks for making that because that actually may really made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get a chance to see the uh, the Angelina and Tessa Torres fight. Awful. You missed. Was nothing. it bad? Um, I talked to Just Tisha boring. afterwards. She was. The, it's funny that guys are now apologizing after wins. I don't even understand that. 
For like what? Tisha was like, sorry, it could have been more exciting. Tisha, you got the win. Yeah. The object yeah. is to win. You can't always have entertaining fights. Basically, Angela Hill did not defend a takedown very well. Mm-hmm. Tisha kind of just took her down and just laid on her. Won, did a little more damage. Won the fight all three rounds. Uh, which probably, Hill probably wasn't expecting that from Tisha. Because Tisha's more of a stand-up fighter. Yeah. But you have to be, I think, as a fighter, you have to expect what they're not expecting you to do or what they're expecting you to do, right? You got two strikers. You can't assume that the other, that the guy guy is going to think you're going to, right? You have to be one step ahead. (laughs) No, I I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, 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 uh, like, uh, uh, water boys probably thinking that you're just going to wrestle, grind forward and throw punches, right? Probably. Yeah. I would assume. What if you came out with a spinning back elbow? (laughs) Well, I won't be doing that, Adam, but I get what you're, I get what you're saying. You're, you're not going to do that? Why not? No, come on, Adam. I, I'm going to walk straight forward and, and do what I got to do. Have you ever thrown a spinning back elbow? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Spinning elbow? Yeah. Actually, guys will walk right into it. Nice. It's, it's a good counter, but it's not It's not an opening move. <laughs> it's not my go-to, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, that's great. Dude, I was... Uh, I'm telling you, jujitsu has definitely helped my sex life, though. Because I've been, I've been the other night, I was having sex, and I was on the bottom, and I was just like thrusting her up from the, you know what I'm saying, from the bottom. I was like, sort of like getting out, like it was sort of an, like a, you know, an, an escape. I wasn't doing the Vitar Belfort, throwing punches up from the from the guard, but I was like, I was making, I was making her hips move from the bottom while I was like, wow, this is actually a pretty good workout. And it was a good time. Thanks, thank, thanks to all your, your mount escapes. Or, yes, oh, yeah, okay. I, yeah I, I, I mount escape from the bottom, which was which was great. Right on. Thank you very much. Hey, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so uh, Johnny Case looked great. Uh, he's he he's a super nice guy. We're getting him on the podcast. Bubba J- McDaniel, by the way, uh, last week went to jail. Bubba you know Bubba McDaniel. McDaniel. Remember him? Yeah. He was on the Ultimate Fighter. He was John Jones's training partner. Yeah. He's the guy that uh, what's his name knocked out uh, Uriah Hall. And oh, yeah. he, he didn't he didn't he he lost to uh, Brad Tavares in the UFC went to Bellator lost in Bellator, so he got a seatbelt ticket, didn't want to pay it, went to jail for a day instead. Okay. Uh, and he says that he needs money for a fight, so we're gonna have him on the podcast and try to get him some help. Try to help the guy out. I actually wrote a joke about him. I go, the guy can't even beat a ticket. But um, <laughs> but I but I, I I I like Bubba McDaniel, so we're gonna get him on the show. And Kevin Pendred won. People were booing him. He's 4-0 in the UFC, although people thought his last fight against, I guess, Sean Spencer, he lost. But Cathal won. Another guy, he wins his fight. Mm-hmm. The guy didn't want to engage against Dodger Montoyo. And uh, then he apologizes afterwards. Sorry, guys. Could have been better. And I wrote back, what the fuck are you apologizing for? You won your fight. Yeah. You, 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 you won. You dominated. Oh, you won. Adam, I know. Fighters are stupid. <laughs> is that what it is? That's what it is. <laughs> The majority of it's like my job is not to make sure the crowd has a good time. I could give a shit about that. It is to win and go home. That is it. I think so, maybe that's. I think maybe fight, that's the difference. Fight doesn't matter. I think that's more of the wrestling mentality. I think rest people that were high school and college wrestlers, they care about winning. Yeah. And and sometimes you win five to four, three to one. Oh yeah. I think these other guys who come from a a, a kickboxing background or a boxing background, it's about maybe entertaining. Yeah, you know, I think I think that's different between sports and entertainment. If you look at it as like a sport, you got the win. If you look at entertainment, yeah, the crowd was booing. Uh, fuck it, you got your four and zero. Yeah. Okay. There are a lot of people out there. The crowd's cheering that they're getting the shipping out of them. They're cut. They're out of the UFC. They're yeah. not there. 
The crowd's not going to be there uh, when 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 you when you you're, when you're in jail for getting a seatbelt ticket. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's no job security either. It's like, well, if if you win, that's about as much job security as you're going to get. You get the next. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There are plenty of guys out there that got knocked out uh, who are no longer in the UFC. Okay, because they were trying to be entertaining. Just get the win. And I understand people are like, Adam, what the fuck? I don't pay $50 to see the... All right. There are plenty of guys out there like Diego Sanchez who will stand in the middle of the octagon and trade punches with you until somebody falls down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a ton of guys out there that do that every single time. Speaking of, wasn't Efren Escudero, the, the, didn't he fight in Mexico? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got the win. Drew Dober. Yeah, I know. Choked I him that. out quickly. Like quick. Quickly. I was surprised. Wow, I was surprised. I was happy for that guy. But it's, it's, again, it's smart. People think he's probably going to go out there and just, just jump in the middle and trade. And <laughs> right. He got it done. He's a guy that um, I feel like he has yet to live up to his potential after winning the Ultimate Fighter. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy for the guy because he was cut from the UFC. Or a lot of guys, just because you won the Ultimate Fighter, look at all the guys who won the Ultimate Fighter who are no longer in the UFC. I mean, uh, Colton Smith, um, uh, Kendall Grove, uh, mm-hmm. just off the top of my head. Who else is there? There's a bunch of them. Um, Diego Sanchez still going strong. Diego Sanchez He's on the is first season. Is still uh, Eddie Eddie Truck Gordon's got to get got to win his next one. He's he's in danger. You know, a lot of guys are in danger. Um, you know, you have to, you have to, uh, just because you went old miter doesn't mean that you're actually going to dominate in the UFC, which, which is, which is, you know, although I, I'm ha- I'm happy they're going back next season, I think to the old Ultimate Fighter thing. Everyone complains. Everyone thinks, oh, the Ultimate Fighter sucks, man. It's, it's old. It's too old. It's too old. Then they do this Black Zillion versus American Top Team. Look, there's something about when I watch the Ultimate Fighter, seeing a guy from the country, seeing a guy come from nothing, seeing a guy that like crying that he made it and seeing the family that really makes me want to root for the guy. When you have guys already teamed up, I don't care as much. And maybe that's the American (laughs) Idol story or what it is. But there's something nice about that. People living in a house that they don't know each other and everyone gangs up on one person and they jerk off in someone's food. You know, there's something nice about that. (laughs) Something very endearing. About them peeing on someone's bed. Yeah, when they're sleeping. Yes, that that was great. No, I agree. It's 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 funny though. I I didn't realize how much Dan Lambert hates uh, the <laughs> the Black Zillion guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I forgot his name. Sorry, but yeah, the coach. They it's it's pretty. Glenn funny. Robinson. Glenn. Yeah. Yeah. They really hate yeah. each other, and they're in the same town. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then like you have one guy tell him the story, oh, this is what happened. It's like completely different. Yeah. I know, but it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. UFC this week, uh, there's a big fight. Jessica Penny versus Joanna Janjancek. I'm rooting for, uh, I, I know Penny. She's a friend of mine. So I got to root for, for Jessica. Definitely. Uh, but she's up against it. She's, oh yeah, no, she, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough fight. I'm, I'm definitely... Jessica, a good friend of mine, definitely rooting for her, you know. Um, she she it's she can definitely win this fight. She's she's gotta be smart and uh fight tactfully. She's gotta get it to the ground. Yeah, absolutely. I mean she just needs to stay um in a in a in a in a good rhythm. You know, fight her fight and, and take this fight where she wants, you know. She can definitely win, but yeah, that's a you know Well, I mean, Joanna, I was at her fight against Claudia and I, I thought she lost that fight. I, I was there, it was in Arizona. Remember that fight? I was uh, with your brother. It was fought that same card, and I didn't think she won that fight at all. And then, but then last time against Carla, she looked like a world beater. 
Uh, I think it was. I think I think that was yeah, partially Carla her, was, partially Carla. Um, Carla, I think, made her look pretty good. Made but. her look better than. I think she's coming up better than maybe because her first fight, I thought she lost. The problem was the other girl after the fight kicked her after the the ref and uh, the ref. Oh really? Uh, yeah, and I then everyone started booing the other girl because so then no one even cared <laughs> that she lost anymore because she kicked her after yeah. they separated it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's gonna be a good fight. Uh, Dennis Severs fighting Kawajiri. It should be an interesting fight. That is interesting fight. Couple of couple of fire hydrants just going <laughs> at each other, man. That's going to be a good one. Who do you like in that fight? Um, man, I was a big Kawajiri fan when he fought in Pride. Uh, was it? No, sorry, Dream. I believe yeah. was the yeah. He he was he was a killer. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's the same guy in the UFC. You know, it's, you see a lot of guys from Japan come back over here, and it's just, they don't look the same. But well, he lost against Clay Guida his last fight. Uh, Guida looked really good. I think Guida's the one guy that I think um, is proving me wrong with uh, Glendale Fight Club because Edmund has done a great job with Clay Guida uh, via his last fight. He looked yeah, better he than, he's, than he's looked in a long time. Definitely. Um, so, But then Seaver looked like absolute dog shit against Conor McGregor. I mean, he looked like a, a human punching bag. Yeah. A German yeah, punching I bag. I think part of it was McGregor. He kept him on his heels, kept him guessing. It looks like he got tired pretty quickly, but I think it looked like also it was in Boston. I think he let the nerves get to him. Yeah, well, Styles make fights, man. I think this is going to be a good fight. This 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 matchup. I mean, it's it seems like they're both. I mean, they're both hungry for a win, obviously. But I think it's going to be a stylistically, it's going to be a good fight. Yeah. And then who do you two, got winning this fight? Uh, Kawajiri. Yeah. I think Seaver shot. Yeah. Based on his last fight. Okay. <laughs> Which is not, I mean, you can't base everyone's career on one fight. Yeah. But I'm, Jeez, I'm thinking, I'm, thinking I'm picking Kawajiri. Uh, but who, look, I picked last week. I I mean, I, last week I picked uh, Cain Velasquez over uh, Verdum. And then I picked Gilbert over Eddie Alvarez. I would have went 0 for 2 there. So you never, it's so hard to pick these fights. Yeah, I, that is, man. I was like, I didn't, it's funny. I have a lot of people asking me, that make bets. And I'm like, I'm not even touching this card. Like I didn't, th- you know, obviously you didn't see Verdum winning the way he did. Yeah. And also, you know, I was leaning towards Alvarez, but I was like, man, I know how tough Melendez is and they're, they're both the scrappers. So I was like, I'm not even going to. Yeah. Like I said, it was a draw. Now. It could have been a draw. Yeah. People were like, fuck you taking the draw. It was, it could have been a draw. <laughs> it could have been a draw. Fence playing motherfucker. Yeah. Everyone's yelling at me guys. Uh, but Mitch Clark sends me pictures of dogs every, every week. Dogs? Random dogs. <laughs> All right. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> what kind of dogs? They're cute. They're cute dogs. But um, yeah. So and then of course the fight this week between you two young guns, two guys that uh, that everyone wants to see. This is the fight we're all waiting for. Kimbo Slice versus Ken Shamrock this Saturday night. Wow. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know they were fighting. They're really? Yeah. Come on, really? No, really. It's the fight of the decade. Not the fight of the decade. <laughs> the fight of the decade. The de- uh, <laughs> this is going to be the fight to save boxing right here. Um, They're boxing? Kim- no, no. Oh, it's a fight gotcha. to save boxing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Kimbo, it's on Bellator this Saturday night, I think, right? Wow. Saturday or Friday? I don't I know. I didn't know that. No yes. Kid, I know. That's great. Kimbo, you, have you seen Ken Shamrock the way he looks? No. Dude, does he look skinny or what? Skinny. I don't know what the fuck this guy's taking, but oh, he just looks jacked. Jacked beyond belief. Ken Shamrock looks like Jay Cutler or what? Uh, he looks ridiculously. Uh, I want to see if you can find a picture of him. It is so funny how jacked he looks. Ken, I mean, 
This has got to be a paycheck gotta, fight. They, what they have to this is test, what? Oh, they got to test this guy on the way to the octagon. There's no way this guy is passing any kind of test. <laughs> How old is he, by the way? He's like 50, 53, Oof. 54. No, he's. I actually I posted a picture of it. And I go, I, I posted a picture saying like, thank God that Bellator is getting, cracking down on like PEDs because, but it is, it is beyond ridiculous how, where is this picture? I don't know. You're going to laugh when you see it. I'll, I'll, I, I'm, I'm going to try to find it. He's, it's, he looks, he's like 55 years old, but I still think Kimbo wins this fight. I think they're going to, I think, I think Ken's going to stand and trade with him. How, by arm lock or he's going to his back? <laughs> Triangle. By, by Noogie, he's gonna win by Noogie. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think they didn't. I guess Shamrock by knee bar. Real, I, I wished. Look, back in 1985, uh, Shamrock would have wrecked him. It would, it would not have been. It would have been less than a minute. Left. But now, this the old, this this new Ken Shamrock who likes to stand and trade with people, is gonna, is gonna get killed. He's. I just think he's gonna stand and trade with Kimbo Slice. Kimbo is gonna knock him out. It should make a uh, Shamrock or T seven. And then they're gonna make. Uh, yeah, then they're gonna make Kimbo versus Tito. Oh, okay. That's probably what's gonna happen. Uh, which I think Tito wins. I'm. That a, fight. Dude, I mean, I, I gotta be honest. I, I'm a Kimbo fan. Who's not a fan of watching the backyard brawler? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, of course. <clears throat> Over right here. This is him. I got a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I, right? Oh, my God. He looks jacked. He's like 55 years old. That is... How do you get like that, Jake? A lot of pharmaceuticals. Really? I assume... I mean... <laughs> I don't look anything like that. I, <laughs> Holy shit. I posted the picture on my Twitter, MMA Roasted. It looks insane. Look at it. Wow. Also, Pitbull is fighting Daniel Winchell. Should be a good fight. And Michael Chandler is fighting Derek Campos. This weekend? This weekend. Where's the fight at? Uh, it's in St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis, that's right. And then also, uh, Adrian Broner is fighting. Um, he's fighting somebody good. Adrian Broner is fighting uh, the guy that knocked out Pauli Palagnaggi. The guy that knocked out Palagnaggi like, through the ropes in oh, four yeah, rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good, good weekend for fights. Really good weekend for fights. I heard they just announced the... Uh Miguel Cotto and uh, Canelo fight. Really? Yeah. Oh be. wow, Canelo's gonna kill him. I don't, that, that, man, I don't know, man. That's gonna be a good fight. I, I think. feel like Cotto's been carefully matched. He fought Martinez with one yeah. leg. The other guys he's been fighting are like these guys. They're not real big punchers. I'm gonna watch. It's, it's gonna do huge money yeah, though. But I mean, I, if you look at you know Cotto, Cotto's got a good jab. He's he's been looking good. I mean, I think it, he'll make it a good fight. Yeah. Not letting Alvarez get inside, but we'll see. So uh, actually, I'm, we're going to go on Periscope right now, and we are going to answer some questions from the fans. So uh, by the way, you're uh, training with some, uh, the guy that your, your brother beat, right? I saw you on... Oh, yeah, yeah, at Black House. Yeah. yeah How, saw, how's that going? It's been great. It's been great. Uh, there's uh, I've had some great guys to spar with over there, um, including Machida. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good, solid kickboxers, you know, more of the karate, the more traditional style over there so what do you think great. about Machida Romero <laughs> that's a as a fan I love it that's a fun fight yeah um I, I it's hard to say I mean Romero's one of those guys he's got just ridiculous power yeah like the guy could knock anybody out uh but can he go three rounds can he go five rounds he's also like 40 years old yeah I know it and, but, and, um, and he also Tim Kennedy heard him Kennedy by the way uh Kennedy I called out I was oh that was a great I, 
You were there at that fight? Yeah, I was. I was. I was like third row, but that was a crazy fight. So, uh, how's the questions? By the way, how's Indiegogo for a pin going? Really good. Uh, we're over ten, almost eleven thousand dollars. Clean your camera lens. Foggy. I have to. <laughs> you little foggy, Adam. Uh, how do I clean that? Oh, just just do just a quick little swipe there. Oh, okay. Is that better? Yes. Oh, thank you. You donated. Oh, thank you. I know you did, Mike. I appreciate that. We have fifty people right now tuned in. Did I poop? Uh, tell Jake shout out from Kyle from Sacramento. Kyle, Sh what's happening? Yes, Kyle, what's happening? Did you have a script already? Yes, I do have a script. The script is badass. I'll I'll email it to you. And then uh, no problem. By the way, it's a great script. Pin the script. Making the fighters only list. Thank you. I I want to. MMA roasted was gonna get knocked the fuck out by Wonder Boy. Only Ellen Burger will. What do you think about that? Somebody said that uh, Wonder Boy's gonna f knock you out. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to happen, motherfucker, okay? <laughs> Jake Ellenberger oh, is going funny. to win. Uh, yes. How do, how do I get his beautiful hair? It's been very hard. Uh, Laugh my ass very, off. Yeah, he's very dangerous on the bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're fucking real, real tough. You guys hear about Bigfoot came out hiding to report a Matt Brown site? <laughs> R.I.P. Jake. Whatever, R.I.P. Jake. Come on, no, no fucking way. Oh. My, my, has Jake ever burned one down? Have you, have you ever smoked weed? I've ever smoked weed now. Really? Yeah. You never smoke weed? Uh -uh. Ever? Never. Are you running for office or something? You no. don't have to, never you never tried it? No. Nope. Never been curious? No. Nope. You're missing out, dude. Dang. After you beat Thompson, you wanna smoke weed? Uh probably not. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no. What up? Good time to start, Jake. <laughs> so Jake, sweep the leg. Everyone's telling you to against karate boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. I heard Ronda Rousey caught the clap from Bruce Jenner. The no, I don't think that it really happened. Uh, ask Jake if he gives a fuck about Steve Thomas. He doesn't smoke weed or get laid. Do you give a fuck about Jake? About uh, about what's his name? Um, Stephen Thompson. Stephen Thompson. No. 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 Why would I? Really? Yeah. You're not worried about this guy's karate at all. <laughs> no. None. No. All right. There you, you go. Should see some of the guys that I've been training with. Yes, I'm at Irvine tomorrow. By the way. Yes. What's up? Love the MMA roasted funny shit. Thank you. I hate Jake's. Uh, somebody's upset about your the about your bald spots on on your beard. Oh, I'm sorry. Ellen <laughs> <laughs> Burger up in Nebraska. Fuck yeah. Any baby. <laughs> First of all, Jake is going to fuck up Wonder Boy. Okay, so after you beat Wonder Boy, who who, who are you calling out? One fight at a time, guys. One fight at a time. One fight at a time. Yep. Ask Jake uh, about Gorgeous George and the goes. We love we love those guys. Uh, thanks, Fonzo Blunt. Am I going 4, 4K? Where's that hot bitch Marina? She, uh, she, <laughs> she uh, trained too hard. Ask Jake who. Um, uh, after Jake's going to win, he's calling out. Uh, after, I, I'm calling before him. After Jake beats Thompson, he wants Roy McDonald rematch, and then he wants Robbie Lawler for the title. Uh, Rory will probably win the title against Robbie. Really? Yeah. I, and I probably won't get the number one contender fight yet. Tyron so. Woodley. He's calling out Tyron Woodley. If he'll sign it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, did I smash Marina yet? No, she would smash me. Robbie Lawler is a joke. Where does no. Jake train Are since rain kidding? closed? Yeah, where, uh, where, where do you train since rain closed? Um, mostly here in LA. Mostly here in LA. You're going to kill Wonder Child. Fuck yeah. Well, listen, guys. Uh... Tyron does still fight, yes, and he, he's a good fighter. So uh, we are going to talk to Chris Wybin right now. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Periscope. Your connection, where's the hot puss? There's no hot puss right there. 
Uh, Woodley would not beat Jake's ass. Okay. Uh, you train with Hanato? Yes. What's going on? Adam, yes. What's up, Stephen Diamond? Fuck me. Thank you. Fuck you, too. <laughs> All right. Thank so, you. Uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Ellenberger will pull out. No, with an injury. He ain't pulling out of anything, dude. No way. That's why he's having a baby coming right, up. Yeah. Listen, guys. So thank you guys so much. Keep killing it. Love you guys. All right. So that was our... Uh, <laughs> Our periscope portion of oh the show. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Those guys are fucking <laughs> clown shoes. I'm going to take a quick. Clown shoes, that you said? Yeah. All right, cool. Oh. We had 104 total viewers just now. <laughs> All right, we are calling Chris Weidman right now, the UFC champion. Hello. Hey, is this the champ? Hey, what's up? What's up? It's Adam Hunter and Jake Ellenberger. You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. What's going on, buddy? Chilling, man. Uh, nice talking to you guys. Thanks for having me on. Are you kidding me? This is an honor. We're talking to the <laughs> one of the greatest fighters of all time. Of all time. Uh, yes. I'm, I know I'm, it's been. I know it's been. I know it's been hard to get in touch with me. So it definitely feels like an honor for you to be on, on the phone with me. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are, dude. I, I've been texting you. I'm like, before you even like, you were like one and zero in the UFC. I, I told Dana White, I go, this guy is the next champion. Then we, and we have you on the podcast. I go, whenever you get big, don't forget about us. Never, never, never. Now it's like every time you win a fight, it's it's like 10 texts to one or 20 texts to one. So uh, I don't even text don't, Adam. Don't, don't, I, don't, I don't think I've ever texted you back, so don't lie. Uh, uh, <laughs> thank you. I, pre- <laughs> I, I appreciate don't that. Don't give yourself the one. <laughs> no, I'm just no, I'm just, I don't know. I'm all over the place, man. They, they keep me busy as the champion. They did this. I'm still the same person, but you guys just got so many things coming at you. I, I heard of that. Someone, I, I actually saw on your Twitter, you're still teaching classes for people at your gym? Yeah, yeah. I've come down to Longo and Weidman's Mixed Martial Arts Academy in Garden City, and I'll be teaching once a month. That's insane. <laughs> I like that's like LeBron. That's like LeBron James teaching open basketball classes. I, I mean, you're the you're the champion, and you still find time to just teach anybody. I mean, yeah, I'll be honest. Like, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen as often as uh, I'd probably, if I have to be completely honest. I've taught a class one time in the past, uh, probably six months. Right. But I will be teaching. I, I am actually going to be teaching a wrestling camp coming up at my school, and I'll be there for like the four or five days straight. So I, I'm actually going to be legitimately teaching. That's um, awesome, dude. That's really cool. So, you do that. That's. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's that's. Re- I, mean, I, mean, you- I actually, I actually, I love to teach, uh, but. It, it's hard for me to do it at the school because I'm usually just I'm training in weird hours and to come back and, and to teach classes is um, sometimes it's, it's tough. You know, I'm so focused on my career. Yeah, well, that's still cool, man. I mean, the fact that you take the time to, to coach wrestling camp and you're the UFC champion says a lot. Says a lot about you, man. Yeah, um, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Now, you. your last fight against Belfort, uh, now that I didn't see that ending in the first round, I was like, were, were you surprised that, like, um, Number one, how e- how kind of easy it was for you to beat him or like submit him, and also that he was punching his way out of mount. <laughs> you know, I expected um, I expected a finish uh, a, a finish early. I know that he comes hard, uh, and I wanted as much craziness to happen in that fight early because I just know it's going to benefit me. Um, you know, I knew he was going to I knew he would get tired, so that's the reason why I even like if you watch the fight, I'm. 
sprinting after him across the cage. Like usually I wouldn't just a guy trips, I'm not sprinting after him like a mad, <laughs> yeah. madman. But I was just trying to create any type of chaos as possible because I know that creates anxiety and uh, you know, which is gonna get him more tired. So um but I just wanted to make it a you know, kind of a crazy fight and um I felt after he had a little barrage of punches, which was kinda of weird because after going back and watching the film, the reason why he started coming at me like a like a madman because when I when I went for my first takedown, my face actually it hit against the cage, and I, and I guess I started bleeding, um, and that's what opened me up. And then um, after like I ran after him, and he got up, and then uh, he just saw the blood. And when he saw the blood, he just thought I was hurt, and so he just started throwing all these. The, the, he just started throwing this combination at me, and I'm just like, why is he? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> and um, did he think I'm you like, were hurt? You know, usually like in sparring, you you respond with finishing out gloves on, you just cover punches and you let guys get tired. But with small gloves on, one of those uppercuts hit me on right in my right in my nose and my lip area, and I'm like, "Whoa! I better I gotta, I gotta get out of there. This guy actually hits pretty hard." So uh, I had to kind of move out, and but I felt him really slow down after that, and I was just like, "You know, I'm just gonna I'm breaking him." Now, were you were you hurt at all in the first round? No, I was I was good. I was I was clear headed. I was just. Um, I just was very conscious of you know the fact that I can't just let a guy tee off on me for too long, um, especially a guy like Vitor. So I had to get out of there. Uh, I was just kind of covering, playing defense. And uh, yeah, no, I wasn't hurt. I know like, it kind of might have looked like I was, but I wasn't. I, I get, I get honestly, I get a little worried about you. Like in that fight against um, against Machida. That was a great fight. I actually, I was at that fight and I had to leave right before the main event. I was so pissed because uh, everyone's like, really? fight of the year. I, I, I had a comedy show. I had a stand-up comedy show. I was like across the street in Vegas. Um, but I, I, I watched the replay and that, those that fourth and fifth round, you were taking shots. Uh, at yeah. one point, you had your hands down and you're like, punch me as hard as you can, which was nuts, against Machida. Uh, were you hurt afterwards? Were you, did you get bad headaches? I mean, I was out of it for that fight. I remember the post, like my post-fight speech. I was on another planet. Even the post-fight <laughs> press conference, I was still just like on another planet. Yeah, I was. I got hit way too many times in that fight. <laughs> <laughs> what did your wife tell you afterwards? Never do that again. <laughs> so I, I have to start making these fights shorter. So I, after after this last fight, it's nice to get a first round finish, and it makes me just want to keep that going. So that's the plan. Now your 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 wife is super hot. She's this hot Puerto Rican girl. You guys have been together since high school. I remember seeing you at the award show, and I was talking with your wife, and she was looking at you like she was babysitting you. Uh, you were you like made, she was what? It was like you were. It was like she was like kind of babysitting you. You had a couple too many drinks. I could tell you're, you're you're yapping up a storm, and she she knows exactly where. Even though she's talking to me, she knows exactly where you are. I mean, she. <laughs> of course, man. She's she's a Latin woman. She's <laughs> she's Hawaiian and and Spanish. Yeah, I'm, I have double whammy. So I yeah, remember, she does not play games. I remember last she, time she's you. Invest, she she knows where I am at all times. <laughs> I remember last time you were on the show. You said that uh, you guys were in couples th- uh, therapy, but then uh, things were getting much better, and you were gonna have date night because sometimes you get too involved with yourself. So once a week, you're gonna have date night. How's that going? I don't know, a couple of therapy, but, uh, yeah, date night, date night, I guess she's, uh, I guess we do, I, I guess, I don't know, yeah, we got, we got a good relationship, we go on date night, date nights are a lot, we pretty much have been date nights all the time. Nice. 
I know, I know you guys have been together since high school. How do you, how do you keep the relationship fresh? How do you spice it up? Oh man. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm <laughs> buying a car right now. I think that's exciting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not very, I'm not the most romantic guy. <laughs> you're but, kidding. Um, you're kidding me, really? <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm not very, I'm not the most romantic guy at all. But she loves me. She loves me. Yeah. I'm there. I'm very attentive. Mm. I, I I was watching one of your interviews. That's why. That's why I'm a little aloof right now. I'm actually in a uh, like the finance office when you buy a, a car. Yeah. I kind of forgot I was on the I, I was on the show and <laughs> I saw you I saw these weird phone calls. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I have to do the show right now. I'm buying uh, I'm buying a car right now. So. Oh, nice. Like, what kind of, what kind of and car? at the same time, I'm late. I'm late for sparring. My boy Vellante has a fight coming up, so I have to head down and get sparring with him. And he's and he's pissed off because I'm running late, and so I'm just uh, all over the place right now. <laughs> what kind of car are you buying? You ever hear the uh, the new Hellcat, the, the Dodge Hellcat? No. Challenger. They no. base 707 horsepower. They're basically like impossible to get. They can't make enough of them. Uh, pretty, they're pretty much like you have to buy them over sticker price because there's a waiting list for them and stuff. They're, they're no joke. So yeah, I'm getting one of those. It's freaking awesome. Nice. Well, that'll that'll keep it. I'm sure the wife will like that. Uh, that's good. Yeah, she's on board. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Now, um, now I know that Rock. <laughs> I know that Rockhold says he could beat you at everything. Um, he 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 might be better looking than you. I'm 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 not gonna lie. He's a good looking guy. You're a good looking guy too. But Rockhold is like a. Don't just throw me under the bus. <laughs> Come on. Come on. He's got. Everybody has. Everyone's. A, everybody's different. He's got he's got the surfer West Coast thing going on. I got the East Coast tough guy thing going. My it brother's wife look. would disagree. He it, definitely wait, really? has nice. He definitely has nicer hair. <laughs> uh, I'll give I'll give him that. But my brother's wife's in love with uh, you. Oh, really? So Jake Ellenberg is uh, your brother's wife. Your brother's wife's in love with him. No, no with you. My brother's wife. She's like oh, see? <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. So she, she's on team wide. She's in love with Rockhold. If she met him, she wouldn't be in love with him. <laughs> No. He's in love with himself. <laughs> <laughs> he he is. Did you see? Did you see him on a Millionaire Matchmaker? Oh God, I I didn't see it, but I heard it was really terrible. At first, like uh, from what I heard, it just sounds like funny stories. And <laughs> I like I like Rocco. We're cool. Um, I just sound, it sounds like Luke, but then it people are like really pissed. Like people really don't like the way he acted. No, he asked the girl on the first date if she spits or swallows. That was like his like his opening line. And uh, she got, got game. She got game. Now, um, now, but he says he's better than you everywhere, I, except for wrestling. Come on. I, what you don't think he's better than? I mean, he's uh, standing wise. He wasn't even saying. No, he wasn't even saying. I don't even think he was saying that. He was actually saying everything. He's better than me everywhere. I don't know. He wasn't excluding wrestling. And so oh, I think oh, this everywhere. past weekend when I was in Mexico, he seen me, so he felt like being a little bit more honest with himself. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, he, I think he's just trying to convince himself he has yeah. a chance. But he's been avoiding this fight for a long time. Oh, really? In my eyes. Now, uh, according, oh, yeah, to, really. now according to Tim Kennedy, he says when, when you guys grappled together, it was pretty even. Is that, is that true? Yeah, yeah, it was really good grappling. I thought he was he was awesome. Oh, nice. Um, it was a long time ago, um, but yeah, no, it was that was, he was really good. Oh, so he's 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 better on the ground than people people think he is. Yeah, he's he's legit on the ground. Very good. Now, what what were your thoughts on Bisbing saying that? Like, did you see Bisbing's quote about you? No. Okay, so Bisbing says Mark Munoz came back after a long layoff, had a terrible performance. 
He beat he beat Munoz. Then Chris laid out for two years or something like that. Injured, came back, got a title shot. Anderson Silva acted like an idiot, and he beat him for the title. Then Anderson broke his leg in the rematch. Then Machida came back. I didn't think that was the fight was very good. Rockhold showed that Machida isn't necessarily maybe what everyone thought he was. Then Vitor Belfort, and then he gets to find Vitor off the juice. So he's he's saying that I kind of yeah, it's crazy because I I have a bad attention span, but I, <laughs> I think it might just be more that you mentioned Bisbing and sorry kind of explain what he was saying and who is Bisbing? <laughs> no one even knows who that guy is anymore. <laughs> Who's he fighting? Who's he beat? Right. Those are the questions that when this guy opens his mouth, those are the things that people should be thinking. I don't, I, I can't even everything you just said kind of went one in one year and not the other because it came from Bisbing. <laughs> Right, yeah. I, I, it seems like he's kind of sour grapes. I could see why he'd be upset, though, since most of the guys that fought him have tested positive for stuff afterwards. So he kind of got it. Have what? Have tested positive for stuff. You like when you, you know, I think a lot of people, yeah. you know, a lot of people were upset that you got to fight Belfort off all the juice, you know? And, and, and like, well, I don't know if he was off all the juice. His scores, he did have uh, four times the amount of testosterone I had. And I'm 10 years younger, and this is a guy who needed testosterone for such a long period of time because he was he he couldn't make his own. So obviously, this he's still taking steroids. Wow, did you know that, Jake? No, no, he wasn't yeah. on. He was legally on TRT. He wasn't under the prescription of TRT, but that doesn't mean he's not taking testosterone and other things. Now, doesn't that kind of doesn't, that, doesn't that piss his you drug off? Test came back, and his his testosterone score was four times the amount of mine, but still legal because they and the the way they do it with the urine test is it, it doesn't go by the amount of testosterone, it goes by the ratio oh, the of ratio. testosterone to testosterone, which yeah. somehow his epitestosterone matched his testosterone, which is obviously there's a way of cheating that too. Because I've I asked the guy who works with the UFC now, the new guy that they brought in, and there is ways to cheat that. And so that's the only way that I see him being able to have four times the amount of testosterone as me. Hmm. Um, and that's during a training camp. The guy had a 1,200 testosterone score during training camp. When you're in training camp, your shits would be low as hell, which mine was. And this guy had four times the amount of me. It's 1,200. So, yeah, he's still taking it. But either way, uh, I, the difference is I'm beating. Uh, I don't care if he's on it or not. I still have to beat the guy. Yeah, did. didn't, didn't you, you, you volunteered to fight him in Brazil, I heard. Is that true? Yeah, well, originally, yeah, when we were supposed to fight, uh, I forgot when, this, this whole whole career has just been a blur but um we were supposed to fight at some point and i offered to fight him in brazil even with him on the juice i don't and i didn't care um i seen it was going to be a similar fight no matter what um he was gonna he comes out hard you could deal with a blitz and then you just break him and, and uh having that that in your mind there's no bigger mental edge a fighter to have is knowing that mentally they could break somebody and with vitor i just knew that going into the fight you know, I, I like that you're finally getting the credit you deserve, though, because it just seemed like for a long time people were, you know, diminishing what you've achieved, and it was it was pissing me off because I'm like, what what do you want this guy to do? He's knocking out everybody. He's beating everybody. Yeah. He's undefeated. Is there um is there a lot of pressure though to stay undefeated? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of pressure. I just put, I put a lot of pressure on myself to just keep winning every fight, and um, it's not really like the undefeated thing that sticks out in my mind is more just every single fight just feels like the biggest fight of my life and uh is life-changing for me um so that's really the the motivation is not like oh i have to stay undefeated it's more uh i want to completely dominate all these guys in my division you know i want to have a couple super fights and then become one of the greatest of all time and retire undefeated that the undefeated thing is just uh, a part of 
winning, you know, winning the fights. What What do you think of the uh, Kane fight? You know, it was crazy because I, I was right there. I was I just got back from Mexico, and um, Kane is one of my favorite fighters to watch. He's always been, you know, coming from the wrestling background, the way he pushes the pace at a heavy as a heavyweight is just so impressive. He's just so he's, the way he mixes up the punches, kicks, and the takedowns is unbelievable. Uh, there was a lot going against him in that fight. Uh, one being that uh, almost two years off, uh, and two the elevation. Also, I just think the matchup um, of Verdum. People weren't thinking that uh, the, the difference between Kane fighting Verdum and other fighters is that Kane has always been able to mix his wrestling in with no fears. He's always been able to take guys down and let them on the ground and pound them. They get up to their feet and he's just grinding them with punches, kicks, and takedowns. With this one, he was very hesitant for the takedown. He wasn't as confident uh, because he's worried about the ground. And I think that stressed him out along with, you know, Verdun's a tough, relaxed guy who is very long and big. And uh, there's a, there was just a lot going against him in that fight. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Verdun, Verdun is no joke. Now, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, he is no joke. What are your thoughts on Jacare? It seems like Jacare is getting better on, on Jacare. Uh, what's my thoughts on Jacare? I think he's, I think he's great. I think he's a... I think I have two guys in my division right now that I got to beat and uh, completely dominate, and those are the two guys, Jacker and Rockhold. Now, my, my brother was telling me that he saw some video about you talking about growing up in Baldwin, getting in gang fights. Growing up in... Wait, what? <laughs> oh, no, from uh, Freeport, right? You're from Freeport or Baldwin? I'm from Baldwin. Baldwin. So that you used to beat people up on like the streets of Baldwin? <laughs> I mean... I don't just I just go around and beat people up, but if people, I mean, I did get in a lot of fights when I was younger, but I wasn't like this kid going around looking for it. It was more like, you know, I grew up in like a tougher neighborhood. Like fighting just happened a lot, so it was just kind of part of it. And but uh, when I got into wrestling, it changed my life. It kind of took me away from that and put, uh, you know, started directing me into more positive things than just getting in fights and doing bad things. I'm actually uh, friends with Mondo. You know Mondo. Yeah, yeah. Me and Mondo, I, I went to Oceanside High School for, until I got sent to boarding school. But I, I wrote this movie called Pinned, and I want you to be a part of it. I think I sent you the link. Did you actually get a chance to look at it? No. <laughs> I'll send it to you again. It's the first ever wrestling. Yeah. It's the first wrestling comedy. It's a feature of comedy about a wrestling team, and I'm raising money for it. I would love for you to have a part in it. What's the name of it? It's called Pinned. Pinned. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, that'd be great. It's going to be a badass movie. Trust me on this one. Chris, this is going to be your breakout awesome. film. <laughs> awesome. I'm excited. I appreciate the opportunity. Nice. Speaking of films, Chris, is it... Do I sound excited? <laughs> no. If I, don't, if I don't sound excited, it's because I am in this car dealership right now. I'm like kind of in a weird environment. I got a lot of people. I can't talk very loud. You're dropping a lot of coin there. You can do whatever you want, man. You can tell them all to <laughs> go to hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. Did you get half a yeah. million dollars for your last fight? Yeah, yep. Wow. What did you do with that it money? It sounds like a lot. It's, not, it's never enough, you know? Um, what did I do with it? Hello? Yeah, what did you do with it? Um, well, you got to put half aside pretty much for taxes. You got to pay your coaches. You got to pay your management. And then you uh, and then I bought two quads uh, for me and my wife. Nice. And then I'm buying a car right now. This is way more than I've ever done with any of my money. Mm. Um. I never buy anything. I've I've been driving around a car that I have for free for the last, uh, I guess, uh, two years. I've, mm. I haven't actually paid for my own car in over four years. 
been just kind of driving free cars. So now this is my first one I'm actually spending money on, other than my wife's minivan. So, <laughs> Your wife has a minivan? That's awesome. It's a big day for me. I've, I've like, uh, what is it, buyer's remorse. I, I, anytime I want to buy something, I just I panic. I panic, and then I just back yeah. out. I'm the same way. Any big purchase, you're like, get the whole remorse. Like, should I have done that? Shit. <laughs> well, that's yeah, because I, know. Like, I don't really need this. I don't. I should <laughs> spend the money on this. Stupid. This on, is stupid. This is not smart decision. I'm the exact same way. Although I have yeah. no money now. But but the, you're a guy though that went from making. <laughs> you went from making fifteen thousand. You're a guy who went from making fifteen thousand dollars a year. To having you, you know, you had your. I read you, 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 you had your wife support you. You didn't know what what was going on. To now making a half a million dollars a fight, that's got to feel pretty good, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm extremely blessed, man. I got a, I got a great family. <clears throat> I've uh, I've accomplished way more than, um, especially financially, than I've ever even cared to imagine. Uh, so I'm very blessed. And then I I was watching yeah. that interview with you and Ariel and how. After you got hurt last time, you and your wife, you dropped the kids off. You guys went to Puerto Rico for a vacation. What did you guys do in Puerto yeah. Rico? What did you do in Puerto Rico? We went to, uh, I, think it's, I think it was, the, I don't know what it's called, but there's a casino there. So me and her just went by ourselves. We had someone watch the kids and uh, went, went there for the weekend. It was, I, it was, I had a sick time just playing blackjack, chilling with the wife, smoking a couple cigars, relaxing, um, kind of just, you know, just kind of getting it out because that at that point, you know, I got hit. You know, I uh, I backed out of the fight. I got injured. My first time actually uh, pulling out of a fight during a training camp. So I was just kind of like depressed. I was really into the fight. And then on top of me being being depressed because I'm not going to be able to fight um, Vitor. Uh, then you got a million people saying I'm a pussy and all this other shit. And it was kind of just pissing me off because I put a lot into the sport and I've taken a lot of fights injured. And I, if I could fight, I would fight. You know. So I was just like, you know what? I need to get the hell out of here. And at the same point, I didn't know what was going to go on with my belt. They were talking about doing an interim title. So it was just a lot of stress. I was like, you know what? Let's get out of town. Yeah. So that's kind of what happened. Now, who, who, who do you like in the Aldo McGregor fight? You know, I love Aldo. I'm a big fan of Aldo, but I think McGregor's winning the fight. How? I think he finished some TKL. Wow. What round? Interesting. Second round, end of second round. <laughs> nice, wow, it's that's crazy. Like... Trust me, I know the world's gonna end if he wins. Everybody wants to see him lose, besides oh. the UFC. But um, I think he's just so he's so big for the weight. He's very athletic, big and confident, and I think those are his big biggest attributes. Mm. Um, and it does seem like a lot's going on with Aldo. I, I don't know. It seems like there's a lot. I don't know. There's, there's drug testing. His coach is talking about retirement. It, maybe he's maybe he's had, had not 100 percent into the game, and it's funny because Aldo's coming off one of the most impressive wins I thought in his career against Chad Mendes. I feel like he showed a lot in that fight, uh, but for some reason I still think he's losing this fight. Hmm. Now one of your teammates is uh, going insane. By the way, your boy Al Iaquinta. They booed him last <laughs> time. He flipped out. He's he's trashing hotel rooms. He's he's banging girls off Tinder left and right. Are you going to sit him down and talk to him or what? <laughs> hey, he's a, he's a man. Um, he's doing his thing in the octagon. That's the most important thing. So um, if he could hold it together outside the <laughs> ring and inside the and outside and inside the ring, and God bless him. I think he's he's doing great for himself. 
I love your whole team though by the way. I think I think I think he's great. I love the I love Sarah Longo. Uh the Aljamain Sterling I think is a champ. Uh you know, your 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 your, your boy uh Gian Vellante won his last fight. I think you guys yep. are coming together. Yeah, thanks man. Yeah, we we got some we got definitely some characters on the team. We all work really hard. Now does your yeah, wife I'm ever say like does, does your wife ever tell you, "Listen, Chris, you're the champion." You know, you're undefeated. I'm going to bring home another girl for you. I'm going to bring home a girl for you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I wouldn't even say I would want that because if she hears this interview, she's going to kill me. <laughs> I would not want that. Really? You would um, not? Come on. That's bullshit. You wouldn't say, listen, yeah, listen, you know, listen, I'm, I'm staying it I'm, one time. <laughs> I'm staying to my word. I would not want that. Don't ask me again. <laughs> and, uh, no, she's, she does not play games. Like I said, she's Puerto Rican Hawaiian. Has she, has she ever like stabbed you or thrown shit at you? Of course. <laughs> I've been stabbed multiple times in my still alive though. She's <laughs> <laughs> the only person that beats my ass on a consistent basis. Really? She really beats you up? She just beat, yeah, she beats my ass. Why? Why? What, what, what do you do to have Why her beat? You, 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 see, you, you, know, you want to know what it's like? You've you seen that first round of Vitor where I just cover up and I'm backing up? Yeah. Just covering up like a little girl shelling up, <laughs> taking punches. That's kind of what it looks like in my kitchen sometimes. It's <laughs> just knives, <laughs> knives coming out after me. Really? Well, I mean, what are you doing that's driving her so crazy? All right, listen, I gave you too much information. <laughs> Here you guys too much information. <laughs> Chris Wyman, you are the you are the champ, you man. The man. You are the man. I can't Thank wait you. Thank to you, man. see you you versus Luke Rockhold. I, I am so looking forward to that fight. Can't wait. I gotta ask Chris. Yeah, no, it's, it's gonna be an awesome fight. I have a lot of respect for him, but uh got too many got too much riding on this fight, can't lose to him. What were you saying, Jake? Definitely. No, I, I didn't realize how big he was and at 184 after, after I fought we were in the back room and I was going to ask you what, what you walk around at you said that you can't believe how big Luke is no that you are I said oh, well, yeah, how, uh, how, how much do you walk around yeah. at um, like right now I'm like 210 but I, I used to walk around when did we when did you see me UFC uh, 184 in LA when I at the Staples Center when we were, oh. we were in the back with yeah, uh, no, I was probably, Skyler. I was probably like 210. To, yeah, I was probably like 210, 215 maybe the most. I haven't gone. I honestly haven't gone over 215 in like two years. Oh, good. But yeah. before, uh, more than two years ago, I literally would get up to like 230. Yeah, people were um, saying that you. a fat mess. <laughs> I just try to change the way I eat. I don't like eat crazy anymore. And uh, But like for fight, for like my fights, I'll be like 200, 201. You know, kind of like it's kind of similar to what everybody else is at. Like when I'm in training, I'm down to like two or five, two or four. Hey, Chris, like was uh, was Tom Ryan your college wrestling coach? Yeah. Yep. I I used to go to Tom's wrestling camp back in the day. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tom used could. to he used to drive me to the camp, and he actually gave me a scholarship to Hofstra. I I, I didn't go. I ended up going to Binghamton, but. Uh, that's crazy. We, would, I think, me and you would have been on the same team. Well, I'm a lot older, but uh, I remember it was listen, when number one. Listen, you did not get a scholarship to Hofstra. I swear to God, ask Tom Ryan. Listen, man. I, I will bet you. All right, what do you want to bet? What do you want to bet? Were you a county champion? Uh, I was a prep school champion in uh, in, in Maine. I, I won the Class A's four years in a row, and then the you were what? I was a Class A prep school New England champion. Oh, so you didn't go to high school in Oceanside. No, no, I went to boarding school in Maine. 
but what's the main where there's not one good wrestler? Listen, fucker. Uh, you Tim, got a full scholarship to Hofstra. I swear to God. Is main, wait. Can you just at least like, educate the audience? Is main good at wrestling? They have uh, Tim Boats was a four-time Maine State champion. Um, okay. They have they, they've had some good guys come out of Maine, but I wrestled. We wrestled prep schools. So we wrestled New England. Uh, we wrestled. If you're going to be a state champion, you're, everyone's a four-time state champion. That's like unheard of. No, I was at prep school. It wasn't as good as public school. Okay, I will t- uh, 100% admit that. But I went to Tom Ryan's camp, Listen. and Tom offered me. Well, ask him. Smart we'll ask guy him. Who does like who's okay? I'll I'll tell you. Speaking. I'll tell you. Stuttering around like this, it's pretty obvious that you. I will tell you who I went on my recruiting trip with. Mike Quaglio had me stay at the dorm and brought me on the recruiting trip. Never heard of him. Bullshit! You never heard of him. <laughs> Mike, never heard of him. Ask Bill Baroni. Hey was, guys, I gotta, guys, I gotta go. Oh go. come on! But, um, can fucking... you stop lying to everybody? Oh, you're, you're such, <laughs> you're, you're, such just, uh, you're such a dick. You're such a dick. Well, thanks for coming you're on. You're not Chris. an athlete, but you enjoy talking to athletes. I will, I will send you my highlight reel. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> I think he hung up. Uh, well, that was champ. Chris. That was Chris Wybin. We had, we had, we had the champ on. That was pretty awesome. And by the way, I did get a scholarship to Hofstra. I went to SUNY Binghamton. Fucker. I, I don't. I don't know anything about East Coast wrestling, man. So. Oh. Uh, uh, oh. Now you're doubting no, me I too. No, I can't. Like even. I can't even. We'll ask Tom Ryan. We'll ask the guy Tom Ryan. Okay. We'll ask him. We will ask him. I don't, I'm not doubting you. I'm just saying I can't. I can't reflect. <sighs> no, on I wasn't. I, don't I wasn't as good as Chris Weidman, the New York State champion. Well, but yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, Chris Weidman is the best in the world, right? Now. <laughs> Fucker, man. When I get my ACL fixed, my knee fixed, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this. Anyway, um, that was pretty. That we was a great interview. We're going to we're going to we're going to Longo and uh, <laughs> Weidman's gym, and you're gonna prove to Chris that you can wrestle. <laughs> yeah, give me two years of training, getting ready. <laughs> I will get ready. Will you will you trade me? I'll help you, Adam. Thank I you. Will. All right, good. <laughs> I'm getting what August twentieth. My knee my knee's getting fixed, and then. Uh, and then I'm getting uh, my knee fixed. Listen, guys, uh, I want to thank our sponsors for the podcast. Uh, Remove It Restoration. Remove It Restoration, 1-888-424-9697. Has your business been vandalized? Have gang members destroyed your storefront? Call the professionals at Remove It Restoration. They remove all graffiti and they restore etch windows to get your business back together call them at 1-888-424-9697 or go to removeitrestoration.com also want to thank hempcore hempcore it's the ultimate hemp protein go to hempcorestore.com h-e-m-p-c-o-r-s-t-o-r-e.com trust me guys this is uh, I'm going to be taking Hempcore to, to prove to Chris Weidman that I could wrestle uh, back in the day or that I could wrestle. <laughs> what a clown. I can't believe that. I got the champ doubting. Oh, I don't blame him. All right. Also, um, uh, we want to thank our third sponsor, American Icon Autographs. American Icon Autographs. Um, www.aiase.com. Sign. Memorabilia and events from the UFC, WWE, baseball, football, movies, everything else. Go to their website at AIASE.com. This weekend, I will be in Princeton, New Jersey at Catch a Rising Star. In Princeton, New Jersey, Frankie Edgar's coming to oh, the right shows. On. I can't wait. Chris Wyman's funny. I can't, ble- I can't believe he... All right, anyway. It was... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I will be there. <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? Oh, just relaxing. Yeah, I got training all the way through Saturday. So yes. yeah, I'll be Sunday. I'm not doing anything. Yes. Okay. Sit around, watch TV, maybe relax. Nice. 
Yep. All right. Yep. Well, I want to thank Fox Nothing. Sports. Thank you, Evan the Beard. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you, Chris Weidman, the champ, for thank being you, on Chris, the show. Yeah. And uh, take care. Have a great day.